Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include adult language, mature themes, and mentions of a previous instance of a child in danger. Beyond vast deserts and towering cities of steel and steam, forgotten groves and dark forests lay hidden in plain sight. The world holds its breath as each piece is set for the game to conclude. With each step I take, I feel the strength of all those who came before me, running with me, guiding me. With each step they take, the cracks grow wider and the fractures deepen within her heart. With each step I take, I feel myself on the other side of a mirror and reality slips further from my grasp. I hear the wilds and feel who I am meant to become. I hear the wilds and change is balanced on the tip of a blade. I hear the wilds and know it is only a matter of time. This is the Feywild West. These are the spaces beyond the door. Let's be legendary. gone fishing. You get there and the door is closed mm-hmm. but there's a light on inside. Oh for fuck's sake. Hmm. Come in. God, God. Hang on. The door opens and what the fuck? Arms crossed. Hip cocked. It's tomorrow already, isn't it? Yep. Day off. Right. Um, right. Uh, hang on. He goes back inside. You hear some things moving around, but he comes back out. Right. Day off. Day off. I got a present for you. Oh? Oh, now you're interested. Yeah? (laughs) Giving you shit. Come on. (laughs) All right. I wait till we get out. Of the building. Right, yeah. Because it's bad aura in there now. <laughs> When's the last time you ate? Do you eat? I'm not here. Lunch yesterday. Uh, all right. When you, you know, don't sleep and you work and things just kind of get um, fuzzy. Yeah. First, I'm going to feed you and then I'll give you your present. <laughs> Alright. So I make you meet first. Okay. <laughs> Ask him just how his day was and, you know, all that shit. It's fine. Work. <laughs> Filling out more. More forms. 
We ended up going to that guy that got his jaw unhinged. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Celine fixed it for him, but kind of didn't want to have anything to do with us. Can't imagine why. Yeah, well... Charm doesn't win everybody over, I guess. That's fine. We're actually gonna head out again, but not for too long. You're heading off to take care of Brown, aren't you? Not yet. Oh? It's... We are, just... I've got something I have to do first. And then we'll go after him, but... Alright. I mean... I mean, we've got some loose ends to tie up. Because if he's headed where Sarah says he is, then that's going to take us out of the district, eventually. We just wanted all of our ducks in a row for this. And then we'll go after him. Hell, he might get picked off before we get there. Quite possibly. I just needed to stop for a little while. Because, you know, overworking is bad, James. So I'm told. We just... We worry. (laughs) I appreciate it. Are you sure? No, but... (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to stop, so I might as well try and appreciate it. There you go. That's a good attitude to have. That's what happens when you befriend a wolf. We get territorial. Friends with a wolf and a fairy. Uh, DMP might be gone, but the weird shit still sticks around. That's very true. Why am I complaining about a wolf and a fairy when I'm also acquainted with an octopus in a trench coat? Pretending to be a person. <laughs> it's a good disguise, I think. I mean... It works. It seems to well. It seems to work not, for... I am not you. Them. I have no idea. Jareth was talking with him for a couple of hours <laughs> and still has no idea. <laughs> anyway, you done? Yeah, now what's this present? Is there an alley somewhere that's like out of... Yeah, sure. So I take him, and then I hand him a doorknob. Thanks, my office needed a new shiny doorknob. (laughs) You put it on the wall, you smartass. Wait, this is... This doesn't look like your doorknob. It's ours. We moved recently. I had a couple of things I needed Donus to add, and he basically just gave us a brand new place and I had to make two extra knobs and this one's yours hell yeah put it on the damn wall and open it okay sticks it on and opens it up that's still weird (laughs) you get used to it get in goes in oh wow it's a little more fancier than I would have Liked, but Celine has expensive taste. Uh huh. Stables are over there. There's enough room for quite a bit. But this one over here, and I point to the guest house. This one's what I wanted to show you. Now, wait, okay. The doorknob for visiting I can accept, but you did not fucking get me at my own house in here. James, you can't sleep. Do you honestly think I would get you your own? full goddamn house that big for one person who can't sleep uh who is a constant workaholic maybe come on all right so i lead him into the guest house and i show him around including all the rooms that have multiple places to sleep right 
And I even point out the big one. It's like, and if Renal ever needs a place, there's <laughs> one. Huh. I know the DMP barracks are pretty much non-existent anymore, but if they were going to come back into Airpike, you would know who would be trustworthy enough to come in and out. Yeah. Yeah, I would. And while this entire house isn't for you, this room is. I lead him to the basically the hotel style yeah. room where it's got like a living space, it's yeah. a desk, all that fun stuff. Like storage in case he needs to keep anything in here. And there is a bed, but there's a comfy chair in there. I'll put your name on it too, even. <laughs> Talia, this uh, Thank you. You're welcome. Look, um, I don't... It's been a, a while since we've had people we could trust and say that we've got friends. And honestly, it's selfish of me personally to, to do all this. It's extremely selfish just because I need to know that there's a safe place that people can go if they need it. And that you have a safe place because you're the one putting yourself in a lot of danger. And I can't always be there for that to keep an eye on you and watch your back. So this is the best I can do. Doesn't look at his face. It's not a huge thing. Just a place that people can go if they need to be safe. For my peace of mind, of course. Of course. As you're not looking at him, it kind of takes you by surprise when he comes over and hugs you. Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. I'm thinking. Big strong man. Big strong Wait, how, tall, wait, how tall is he? Is he tall? He's shorter than me. Yeah, yeah. so he's slightly. Just like... Yeah. <laughs> slightly shorter, yeah. Yep. She, for a second, she's just like, oh. But then hugs him back. I just want you to be safe, James. Wolf protecting her pack. Something like that, yeah. Also, there's always food in the pantry, apparently, which is weird. Bring your own alcohol because the alcohol apparently is nasty. That's a present. <laughs> Thank you, Dahlia. Uh, <laughs> been a long time since anybody's gotten me a, a present. And then you went and this, this is, <laughs> thank you. Well, thanks for humoring me. You are going to actually take a day off, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm to go swimming. Oh yeah, there's a pool. Do you swim? What? What about a hot tub? This place really has everything, doesn't it? It kind of does. I'm going to look at it. Danger room. I'm walking towards the pool, yeah. like, yeah. describing it. So, you're allowed in the house. And, like, Renal and people we know are allowed in the house. But uh, keep this between the select few that we trust. In the basement of our house is a room that you can kind of use magic in. Like, a lot of magic. As in, like, you can light things on fire and it's fine. We've been calling it a danger room. Damn. 
Yeah, it's uh, mostly actually for Jareth. You know, he's learning and... Uh, he needs to practice. He needs to practice. It's in the basement, so if you ever need to throw around some heavy artillery or... Oh, thought popped in my head. Books. Books. My secret stash? Yeah. Do you want them? You don't? I've kind of run into this problem of not having a place to store them. You can store them here if you need to. Good. Yes, that would that would work. I mean, I personally don't want to have them for me, but if you need a place for them, we've got a library. Yes, that would that'd be good. Uh, they're kind of um, well, they're kind of just scattered among my normal library in my office hidden behind things. Yeah, next time you're in your office, you have a doorknob, so you can move them. Right, yeah. Whatever you need to, whether it's in your room or in the library. I show them the pool. <laughs> huh. Celine. <laughs> right. That's all I say. <laughs> uh-huh. Show them the deck and the grill. <laughs> show them the deck and the grill. I show them inside, actually. I show them the library. Okay. That's just an extra room on the bottom floor. Yeah. That grill, though. <laughs> cookout. Yeah, cookout. The DMP cookout. Oh my gosh, please. DMP reunion cookout. Please, yes. But he's got like a beer. Yeah. Sitting there, like talking about some nice steaks. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. A pool party. Pool party. Oh, yeah. And Slog can just like swim around in the pool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a freshwater pool because chlorine hasn't been invented yet. No, yeah. it's just like naturally clean. Yeah. 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 It's magic. It's yeah, magic. of course. Magic. I don't have to explain it. Yeah. 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 She shows them where the library is, which has all the books we have in it. The library is basically empty for mm-hmm. the most part with one shelf filled. Mm-hmm. So they're hoping to fill more, put more in it, mm-hmm. you know, as time goes on. But yeah. Yeah. This would be good. Right. I am going to uh, go enjoy my day off then. That sounds weird to say. Gotta be something you do for fun. Yeah, yeah. Alright, but if I find you back at the office later tonight. Nope. Not till tomorrow. Thanks for humoring humoring me. And we're probably heading out tonight. So. Alright. If you need to talk to me, I know where to find you. Yes, you do. And that really nice grill. Because it's a really nice one. It's free to use. Alright. Stay safe, I guess. <laughs> Tell ya. With DMP. Stay weird then. <laughs> Always. We got outside. Right. Well, Celine should be done with Ernest sometime soon. So, then we head out. Well, safe travels then. We'll be okay. I know you will. Your wife can bring you back once they're dead. You'll be fucking fine. Yes. <laughs> Try not to be awkward. Yeah, he just nods, takes the doorknob, and heads on out. Stay safe now. I'm gonna head to the lift. Okay. So, Celine. So I go to the library with, mm-hmm. with Jerez. Yep. And they tell you where it's located today. Where is it? 
It's actually been moved once again to nonfiction, history books, and memoirs, memoirs and autobiographies. Hmm. Which field's linking? And so you head in to the researcher's respite. I wave to the flock of friends. <laughs> actually, only one of them is visible uh, currently, but they wave back. Mm-hmm. And I go over to the, the Devil's Delights. Yep. And Ernest is in there as well as Albie. (laughs) Actually, again, Albie is slightly shifted to the left from Mm -hmm. where he was the previous time. As we walk in, I just kind of like bump, like fist bump his shoulder, like so. Everything. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we go over to Ernest. All right. So I got everything set up with the uh, admissions board. Is there any trouble? No. Asterisk. <laughs> no asterisk. I don't like that asterisk. Do I have to buy a new admissions building? Because I will. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it will be fine. Unfortunately, the prejudice against tieflings isn't relegated only to Blue Peak. No. But it is less. I will not murder them. I will not murder them. No, remember we talked about this. No, you will murder them. Will you murder will them. kill them because it's going to tell us and we are going to kill them. Make it look like an accident. So, I've uh, got it all smoothed out and he can start classes next month. Oh, next next month. Next that, month. That works. Oh, okay. May I uh, ask who will be keeping the doorknob? We were supposing perhaps Master Talden would be in possession of it as they are also tutoring our daughter. And frankly, the other idea we had was you. Oh, well, I'd be... I'd be honored, but, um... I would recommend that Talden keep the doorknob, especially since they will be helping to tutor. Ah. Make it easier for them to access and, uh, provide education. Ah, yes, very well. Well then, looks like you're going back to school. I nudge Jerris. Yep. In a month. (laughs) Yep. Will you be needing anything? The school provides its own textbooks and such that are included in the tuition. Oh, what about combat? Does it teach anything with combat? It is advanced courses. They teach some basic self-defense techniques, I know. I look like... come on. Yes, there are classes and actually some clubs. I know there are a couple of fencing groups. Fancy. I was actually... A part of, well, we weren't school sanctioned at the time, but I believe it is actually a recognized club now. A fight club? <laughs> no. You look a little disappointed, like, damn. It was uh, magical combat. A look up by Jarrah's A. Bites his lip and just. Yeah, how do we get to announce that? Well, that might be a, a little while. There is a age restriction. Like, uh, what kind of age restriction? Uh, 15. How old are you, kid? 14. There we go, see? He's going to be 15 soon. We don't have to build a new fucking admissions building just to get these guys to do anything. I saw that. Yeah. Roll Deception, which was a 4. Mm-hmm. And then Insight, nat 20. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Yes? Question, do you want him to be ahead or behind at the school? Why? Because I could put in that he is 14, but then he'll be behind in his classes. Hmm. Would you rather him be behind or ahead? I would rather him 
be ahead and that an exception be made that he can get some combat training. And I've got some gold to fucking buy the approval <laughs> of anybody. I'll speak with the instructor. Fantastic. Oh, there's another thing. Um, uh, yes? We were wondering, is there any sort of communication device that you might be able to supply us with? We have a uh, Silver Raven, and she's wonderful. Right, yes. I remember you but showing her But she only me. works once every seven days. Ah, yes. I suppose that's not the greatest for rapid communication. Yes. Great for saving on postage. <laughs> postage. That, um, yes, I have, I have something. Oh. Uh, ho- hold on, I gotta see, I see, need to see if I can find it. Oh, okay. He goes back behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Then you hear him digging around <laughs> for things. Then you hear, okay, goddammit, here's one of them. Where the fuck is the <laughs> other one? <laughs> oh, it's always the time to find the other one. Uh, you hear him digging around some more. There you are. Why the fuck are you over here? It's fun to listen to him swear. It's, yeah. <laughs> He's so prim and proper. Yeah, he's so proper and just like, you know, aristocratic. And then, God damn it! <laughs> it's fun to watch him say fuck. <laughs> In fact, what he says, I'm like, <laughs> And he appears with uh, two carved wooden boxes that are about six inches. No, when he comes back out, I'm covering Jareth's ears and looking at him very pointedly. And then I just take my hands away. <clears throat> You're such a jerk. <laughs> like, yeah. you don't fucking swear. <laughs> I didn't lie. Good prank. Yeah. <laughs> Look, just looking aghast at him, like... He looks a little ashamed. <laughs> a little. Ah, uh, well, uh, here, here you are. This... <laughs> this was actually something I made uh, in my school days. Oh? Yes, it... I had initially made it as a joke, and then... There's so many discoveries doubt like that. Yeah, yes. Then I ended up using it to past notes, which made me think of postage. Uh, ah. So, he opens up one box. You just take a small item that can fit inside it, and he takes out a gold coin, mm-hmm. puts it in the box, closes it, opens up the other box, and takes out the coin. Wow. Neat. So you write a note, put it in there, and, and oh, okay. It comes out the other side. Ah, excellent. And he puts the coin back in the box, mm-hmm. closes it, and opens it back up. How does it work? It goes to the astral plane. Sort of. It. So it could get intercepted by a star whale. <laughs> Face Paul. Hey, you know what? You know what? You just watch. There's going to be a thing, and then you're going to look stupid. <laughs> Celine, even if they were a thing. Which they are. I have never seen one. Nobody in recorded history. We have been through this. You know why no one has seen one? Because they got squished, squished. and no one was there to write it down. See, he was he was paying attention to writing things down for. He was paying attention. Don't think he was writing anything. But but writing fuck all down. Celine, if they existed and were as massive as you seem to think they are, it was you that told me that things in the astral plane are too big. Yes, well. Then you would see them coming long before they squished you. Long before, or maybe immediately before, and then I am squished. <laughs> What's Jareth doing while well, we're having this conversation? <laughs> Make a perception check. Perception. I don't know. Hey, net 20. You suddenly realize that he's 
not next to you and is in fact about 10 feet behind you just looking up at Albie. Hey, careful over there. Huh? I said careful over there. Uh-huh. Don't stare. It's good to stare. He's staring. At you? No, he's just staring at the wall. Well, he's got things to look at. Don't stare at him. That's rude. Okay. You should talk to him, though. He's interesting to talk to. Don't look at his eye. Just don't stare. No, he stops staring and comes uh-huh. back over to you. Anyway, silly. The box. It, yes, dips into the astral plane. Mm-hmm. It actually works very similar to the doorknobs. Mm. In that they're accessing the same space. Ah, I see. So I open one box. Uh-huh. And I take out just an airpin, right? Uh-huh. I put it in. Uh-huh. And I keep the box open. Mm-hmm. And I open up the other box. There's a hairpin. And I look at the first box and take the airpin out of the second box. You see your hand oh. <laughs> appear in the box and... I put my hand in the box and like wiggle my fingers. Look in the other box. Yep. You, you see it. Oh, I'm going to be amused for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this is fantastic. How much is it? 500. Oh, pocket change. And over 500. But I think that's all we will be needing for now. Uh, Talia and I are, uh, will be heading out of town. Right, Brown. Well, yes. Good luck with that. Thank you. We don't really need luck, but thank you anyway. If you need anything, you know how to find. You know how to find us. Right, Talden will have one of the doorknobs. Yes, they will. Right. All right. So until next time, take care of yourself. You as well. Go over to Albion and punch him. <laughs> punch him. Sometimes they're hitting. Just no, no, with Albion. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> No, I just go over and like, you know, shoulder bump him, like, keep watching. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, classic Elbit. (laughs) You're so funny. You must be great at bounties. So I go to um, Fantastic Filters. Mm -hmm. Yay. Is Revari there? Yes, she is. Bonjour. Hello. I go up to the counter and I slam down a chest. I got 15,000 gold I don't want anymore. Well. Got any ideas of where I could get rid of it? (laughs) Were you looking to spend all on healing potions? Yeah. Very well. Sure you don't want to get something fun. Uh, You know what? Business first, party later. All right, all right. I was thinking, like, invisibility or something. (laughs) Not that party, but sure. I mean... Dear fucking God, okay. Supremes are 2,000. Great, I'll take five. Very well. And then what else you got? I have graters as as well. I mean, aside from Elspots. Oh, I have several things. You got invisibility? Yes. I'll take, how much is one of those? Invisibility, that will be 1,000. Oh, cool, I'll take one of those. Very well. I also have Potion of Resistance. What does that do? You drink the potion and you gain resistance to one specific type of damage for an hour. Ooh. How much is it? That would be 500. I'll take two. 
Very well. Let's grab another invisibility potion. Okay. Very well. And what else you got? What type of resistance did you want? We have acid, cold, fire, force, lightning, necrotic, poison, psychic, radiant, or thunder. Let's do fire. Very well. All right. You ready to head out, kid? Uh-huh. All right. Let's go find Teldon. Okay. So we go to the um, aeronauts' pleasure? Is that where they are? That's where they were. There mm-hmm. is actually a note there waiting for you. Oh. Telling you that they actually moved to a essentially a condo here in the Upper Mesa. Aww. They don't live here anymore. It's an expensive fucking place to live. I know, but I mean, come on. Anyway, is there directions or just like, yeah. I'm moved out, good luck finding me. <laughs> yeah, they provided an address. Oh, great. So I'm going to put this in the GPS and find it. Right, yeah. So you you eventually make your way there. And it is actually a pretty nice place. Is there it's, a doorman? Uh, there is not a doorman. Isn't how nice can it be? <laughs> it, it, it isn't exactly that. Not of, that swanky, but not that swanky. Gotcha. Okay. It's it's still pretty nice. Mm-hmm. You go in and knock on the door. Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, ho- hold on. Candy Graham. They open the door. Ah, oh, Celine. Teldon. And Jareth. We um uh, just stopping by to give you this. Oh right. Thank you. Yes. Apparently, Jareth will be starting in a month. Oh, very well. So. Uh, Tally and I are heading south. We're actually leaving tonight. <sighs> but now that you have this, if you need to get a hold of us, you know exactly where to find me. Yes, that is very good. Yes. Is there anything else you need? No, I... I've... More gold? Do you have enough gold? <sighs> yes. Are you sure? Yes, Helene, huh? I have more than enough gold. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, two more things. One, did you get my note about the um, automata? Yes. Ah, I'm sorry, it had completely slipped my mind. Well, you've been moving, so, you know. But you said that there was something to do with the Feywild about it? I... Uh, yes. Is is art is made of the... Well, it's made of the same stuff that this is made out of, and I just pull out the rapier. Ah, uh, what is it? It's a sound. Yes, but <laughs> what is it made of? We're not really sure. Some kind of crystal. And you found this in the Feywild? Yes, I did. After I killed Lord Longfellow. Ah. You want it? Um, Good, yeah. you can have it. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. But you say that the automata's heart is made of the same material? Uh, it, it seems to be, yes. Interesting. Wonder what effect that has. So if you if you get a chance, I give him the kind of location of where Nikki is. Because Harmon was with Nikki, right? Yeah, and we yeah. let Nikki know yeah. that Talbot might be coming by to mm-hmm. look at it. So we've already informed Nikki that you might be coming by. Oh, very, very well. There, so. that group of people can now meet this. Right. Yeah, we're just going to have a big, big gappy family. Very well. But like I said, we will, we will be leaving this evening, so... Uh, again, you know where to find us. If you need anything, do not even think about hesitating. Very well. Um, will Jareth be staying here then, if he has to attend classes and you're heading south? We were actually thinking that perhaps you could open your doorknob and... and let Jerry's in. Ah. And then by the time that he's ready to go to school, he can just come out that way. Very well, yes, that that makes sense. Okay, so should I go in the house now then? Uh, I think so, yes. Unless you, you really want to 
go on a cat ride? No, uh, that's that's okay. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll see you tonight in the house. Yes, you will. Okay. All right. Yes, keep an eye on your sister, please. Okay. Also, there's a pool in there, so. <laughs> oh yes, there's a pool. Do you uh, do you, do you have swimming swimming attire? Because there's a pool if you want to go swimming. Oh, that's. And a hot tub, and a deck, and a grill. Well, I. I think I've had enough of hot tubs for a, a little bit. But Suit yourself. Pool sounds quite lovely. Although I might have to make a stop on my way back. Anyway, uh, Jairus, I will see you tonight. Yep. And Teldon, I will see you at some point. Yes, indeed. D'accord, au revoir. Goodbye. And uh, on the way back, I'm going to stop and buy a swimming suit. <laughs> it's a really cute one. Let's get a little scout. Did you get a chance to get something... For communication. Oh yes, and I show the box. Holy shit, that's cool! I do the same thing with my hand, and I like put my hand in too, so it's like we're like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> being children. Giant office. children, yeah. Well, should we give it to Sarah? Then you want to head out? Yes, I think uh, since that would be good. Where's Jeff? He in the door. Talton's door. Yes. Okay, that's a good idea. Yeah. When's he start school? In a month. Oh, I got him signed up for a fight club. You what? <laughs> not not really. I explained about combat training and stuff. Okay. Apparently he has to be 15. Uh, I said, oh, bullshit. He can join now. I got the gold to say so. Well, I wouldn't mind paying for private lessons for him that don't have him going up against students that are way higher level than he is. Oh, whatever. He's, he is already at his first kill. All right. We go to Sarah's. All right. Yep. And you find her there buried under a continuous mountain of paperwork. <laughs> I put my hand on Celine's <sighs> shoulder, like, don't do it. I, I really too so. I know. There's so many papers. I know. There's so many. It makes such a, it would make such a big mess. Which you'd be cleaning up. Prestidigitation. <laughs> I don't think That's it. That's not what that does. It says clean. It doesn't say tidy. Why is it every time we come into one of these offices, someone is buried behind paperwork? Similarly, because the world runs on signatures. You and James need a stamp. You know, that is not a half bad idea. I might get on that. Well, while you're getting on that... You need a stamp and some intowns. <laughs> well, while you're getting on that, uh, I've got a present for you. Oh. So I put one of the boxes in front of her. She opens it up. Stick your finger in it. Why? Don't you trust me? No. Very wise. <laughs> Is there like a blank piece of paper somewhere? Yeah. Okay. And a pen? Yeah. Okay. So I put the other box in front of me and open it up. Take a pen of paper. Hi. <laughs> no, no. You so- draw one of those S's from the 90s. <laughs> and write da- that everybody and, did. And, and, and write da bomb on yeah, it. Yeah, da bomb. Yeah. No, I wrote, I write hi and like let her see it. Uh-huh. Fold it up and put it in the box. She opens up her box. Now that is handy. That way, if we have any information for you. About Brown. Or about anything, really. Anything. It will come directly to you. And fix that problem that we had last time. I appreciate it. This. Yes, this is good. Thank you. Sure. And if you ever need to get a hold of us, ask James. He, uh. He has a way, and he knows we trust you, so 
And we're heading out. Brown? Something like that. We'll keep you updated. Very well. Safe travels. You guys stay safe. I am chief constable of a city that seems to be constantly trying to destroy itself from the inside out. Which is why you have to stay safe. I suppose so. Fine, stay wheeled then. <laughs> Did she actually laugh? Yeah. Wow. I'm magical. <laughs> not, not for any of the previous reasons. <laughs> I'm just magical. See you around, Chief Constable. I'm not taking, uh, as we're walking, or as we're going down, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking a train. No? No. As far as I'm concerned, we're straight to Trenton. Do you want me to? No. No. I can. I know, but we're not. It would be faster. This isn't about faster. I tilt my head. You told me when we were in Clearwater that all this traveling around like we've been doing, you're missing the wandering. And I've been far too surrounded by civilization. You want to avoid swords, even? Yeah. Alright. It's gonna take us a while, and we're not even sure where this place is, but. I'm not worried. I'm not either. You know what I am worried about? What? Time to pay that stupid fucking toll on the elevator. Let's, let's just go up. We're going down. Right. Yay. We already <laughs> got out of that shit. Yep. Yeah. We should come up with something else for next time. You always use your wings. Not a bad idea. Yeah, we start heading south. We're not sticking to the roads. We're going straight through. Cutting, cutting the, going, we are going as the crow flies. Straight down. Okay. How long does it take to get to Trenton that way? It'll take a good three days. Okay. Perf. Perfect. Oh, I get to show you my swimsuit. Later. Okay. So I have a thing I want to try. Oh? Like after we've been mm-hmm. doing this for like a day or day yeah, and a half. day. So while we're going down there, here's what I want to try. When we take a break mm-hmm. somewhere not near a road yep. so there's nobody around. It was during the trial. Or right before it, and I showed you me shifting. Yeah. When I did that, the only reason that my head was as clear as it was, which wasn't that clear, actually. No? It was different. When I normally shift, it's it's just me, with, but slightly faster, slightly harder. Hmm. <laughs> but... When I shifted like that, there was... Awareness was slower. Mm-hmm. And I think the only reason that I had any sort of awareness that fast was because I was in my home. And you were right there. And I don't like being that out of control. So what do you want to do? Well, I want to shift out here. Like that. And see what happens. But you just said you don't like being out of control. Wouldn't that 
spells you'll compromise any control you might have? <laughs> Even if it does, I have to learn to control it. The whole reason we're going to this place is I want to learn how to do this fully shift. Right. I, you know, I learned how to control my other shift. That's right. like, you know, but I didn't, but I don't know how to control the other shift. I have to learn. I see. So, but I figure if you're right there, I won't, I know I won't hurt you. So maybe you could be a ground and rod. Oh, sure. Be on to you. I didn't do this before. I got really fucking angry. Shouldn't be too hard. I'm sure you can think of something that will make you upset. I got plenty. All right. I take my coat and my hat and my boots off. Okay. You know, take your shirt off too. It might get clipped. Oh yeah, you're right. Take my shirt off. Actually, I take my pants off too, just because. <laughs> just because those might rip. Because uh, I get yeah, yeah. bigger muscle mass. Uh, yeah, and... yeah. It's good, good planning. Yeah. Are you just standing out here in the middle of nowhere in your underwear? Anybody around care? Only one person around and she does not care. You still have a silver dagger, right? Uh, I think so, yes. Just in case. Also devotion. <laughs> just try not to hit me in the head. Well, I can realize you. This is very true. <laughs> okay. This is a weird state. Think about uncontrollable rage and then learn how to control it. Is there a way you could access this without having to tap into rage? That's what I'm trying. Because part of, like, the beginning of it has the uncontrollable factor and that, I think, dictates how I'm perceiving things. But that's the only way I've been able to do it, so... Could you come at it from a different angle, though? I haven't been able to. Hmm. But I've got to be able to control it. Well, let's start with this and see what happens, I suppose. My son was shot right in front of me. And let's think about that and get really fucking pissed. Yep. And shift. I'm not even going to make you roll for it. Cool, thanks. The shift happens, and once again, it is that fuller shift. I've also taken devotion out just in case. Okay. Again, you find that you are able to technically stand on two legs, but it is more comfortable down on all fours. Yeah, I draw. <laughs> also, your binding is actually like really cutting in. <sighs> I think I start scratching at it, probably. Hey, hey, hey. No. Square. <laughs> How is my awareness, though? The shift happens, and again, there's that surge of feral that comes to mind. But you find yourself in a wide-open area, not the confines of the house. And while those had, were certainly familiar settings, and, you know, it was yours... It was still confining. Here, though, you're out in the open. Take a breath, and the smell of prairie grass and cool autumn breeze rippling over the fields. So do I know it's me, or is it... Make a wisdom check. Eight, nine, ten. It's a little bit of a struggle, but yes... 
it's a bit harder to think. Talia? Just kind of freaking out, like, letting you smell my hand if you want. I just kind of, like, shove my face into it. <laughs> oh, doggo. <laughs> they scratch you. Mm. Give me scratches. But it's still, like, a struggle. A bit, yeah. It Thoughts are a lot simpler. Right. I'm just petting you. She's very happy about this. Uh, would I have the awareness to try and focus? Or am I very, like, simple thoughts? Make another wisdom check. Okay. 12, 13, 14. It takes a little bit, but it comes to mind. This isn't my usual shape. There was a reason I was doing this. Right. Focus. I'm trying to get to a point where where I normally shift. Uh-huh. I have that just normal awareness. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to achieve, basically. So, like, even if I have to shift by getting really fucking angry mm-hmm. and getting into this shape, it's still me. And it's it's still as if I was shaf- shifting into my normal shift form. So that's what I'm trying to achieve. I plan on trying this the entire trip. Okay. Make uh, one more wisdom check for me, please. Uh, 13. You struggle at it for a bit, and then you feel like you get to a point of clarity, mm-hmm. but then suddenly find yourself not in your shifted form anymore. Ah, damn it. What happened? Well, obviously you dropped your shift, but... Oh, yeah. I relay what I was trying... Yeah. Like, what the process was, what happened, and what I was trying to do, and... Right. And what happened. Well, that's... something. That is something. I guess I just keep trying. Not for now, but... You've got a while yet. I got a while. Back on the road. (laughs) On the road again. On the road again. So it takes you about three days to get to Trenton, and I assume you kind of repeat this every night. Every night. And each time it's the same with variation, with some variation. Sometimes you're a little bit clearer, but like Celine, you notice at those times the shift isn't as far as it was before. Okay. So there seems to be like some kind of block between how much of like actually you and how much is more feral wolf between how much you're shifting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So after one of these, like I think right before we get to Trenton, perhaps do you think you should, you might try reaching this point of shift from a different way? I'm not sure how any of this works, of course, but you seem to be trying to access it through your rage. That's the only way I've gotten it to work. Is just being in a really high emotional state. Try instead of rage. You'll need to protect. I can try that. Your instinct to protect what is yours. Not by rage, not by violence, just by strength. I can try that. I might need your help with it, though. How so? <laughs> it's gonna sound weird, but just stand there. Okay. Ta-da. Oh, next time. Here so. I am. <laughs> is this before or after? Um, this is 
After that, we'll see. Okay, so the next time I try it. Yeah. All right. So you guys enter the city of Trenton. Have we been here before? Yeah. Trenton was just a stop. That's right. It's where I got uh, French, French fries, fries. And, a, and a milkshake. That's right, yeah. yeah. But, and, and, but then the milkshake machine was broken. Why is it always broken? I don't want to do that out here uh, in town, though. Oh, really? Why not? Could be fun. <laughs> yeah, that'd be hilarious. I didn't say hilarious. I said fun. No, I don't want to do it. Mm-mm, not in town. Anything you need in Trenton? Anything cool to you? As you're walking through the streets, you see recruitment posters up for the new Air Pike militia. Oh, I tear them down. Actually, I do too. Oh, look! This is a good idea. I just take it and toss it in the trash. Wow! I'm going to. We're going to sign up! Tear. <laughs> Drop the trash. Yeah. Oh, what if we lose the ones we have? Might as well take all of these. <laughs> Yeah, I just tells him down. <laughs> oh god, we're gonna get thrown in jail. Whatever. <laughs> what are they gonna do? You're tearing down posters. It's like that's what they're up there for, right? Dare. Hey, what are you guys doing? Uh-huh. You stop approaching. You are two blue-clad members of the militia. And what I do? Is they're coming over to us. Uh-huh. I look right at them and slowly tear down a poster, <laughs> like. Clearly, slowly, so the, the, the sound of telling is just like. <laughs> really? Do you like need a somaturgy to make it really loud? Yeah. <laughs> I'll flip it off. Uh. Oh, you know, just in case we uh, forget, taking some reminders. Another one. Rip. You have several. You have several. I'm just, I'm not even saying anything. I'm just looking right at them and like slowly tearing them down. You know, you know that, that gif of the cat that's, that got caught taking the like red thing? Yeah. That's the look. It's just like the slow, like I'm staring at you and doing it. Well, it's not like you guys aren't mass producing these things anyway. Ma'am, you have sufficient amount of posters to remind you I do? Trash. I just try to get, drop them in the trash. Honey, I need another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. I say. And <laughs> yeah, we're on our way out anyway. Come on. We're going south. Hang on. We don't have any toilet paper left. <laughs> Slowly. Ma'am. I'm gonna need you to stop or else we're gonna take you in for disorderly conduct. And a voice in his ear says, I'd like to see you try. <laughs> and I'm staring at him, my eyes go white. And my eyes go gold. One of them steps forward, moving his hand towards his belt, and the other one just suddenly goes white and just grabs his arm. And whisper something in his partner's ear. Can I hear that? Perception check? They take out my tape measure. Slowly, just slowly unravel it. Ooh, 13 plus 6. Another voice. Care to meet the Undertaker? He is waiting for you. You're still wearing the DMP badges, I I kind of assume. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dude, badges. The eyes. It's fucking them. The first one like looks back. Like, what? 
looks over and then hears those. Mm -hmm. The red in his face just pales out a little bit. I show off some very sharp canines. Swallows. You are heading out, right? On our way right now. Excellent. Safe travels. And you have a lovely evening. Did they turn away? They walk away, but they're kind of like shooting looks over their shoulder. And they just hear more ripping. <laughs> <laughs> they hear one more rip. <laughs> you know? I don't think we've done that in a very long time. Oh, I hope it's not the last time. I hope we get to do this almost every piece of shit in militia, whatever, bullshit. I'm just saying that type of like, you know, annoying slash scaring people. We haven't done that in a while. In fact, actually, it's been since we've been DMP. Yeah. That was kind of fun. It was. It was always fun. Let's get out of here, though. <laughs> yeah, go, 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 go. Ha, <laughs> like the old days. <laughs> Sling your shadens and drop group. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, that night. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try that. What she suggested? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, just, just stand there. Let me look at you. Okay. You can look at me. Not like that. Just... Okay. So, I'm going to focus on... Her, the kids, our family that we've been creating, our friends that we're trying to protect, James, Talden, Nikki, Raven, Ernest. Almond. Almond. And... That pack bond rather than the rage. Yeah, I start focusing on the pack bond. And I think about what the wolf meant to us as a community, which was protecting each other and protecting our own so i'm gonna focus really hard on that and let that emotion kind of guide a shift make a wisdom check guidance i don't know if it works that way no no oh. no Twelve. you shift and it doesn't go as far it's more like your your normal shift mm-hmm. it just comes out to more like your normal shift it was a good try, honey. Mm. Nothing? Mm-mm. Nothing. Maybe I can try again. Later? Yeah. I'll try again in the morning, actually. All right. Because I did that at night. Mm-hmm. So, actually, I'll, yeah. I'll try again in the morning. All right. So, morning comes. Go ahead and give me another wisdom check. 18. 18. Same thing. Same thought process. Something's different. At first, you're almost you almost feel disappointed because it feels very similar to your normal shifts. Mm-hmm. But there's something different. This is not like the more feral shift, but you're actually a bit taller. There's more muscle mass. Feet shape has actually changed a little bit, uh-huh. but it's still more comfortable to stand up on two, though you actually can go down on all fours actually pretty comfortably. But it's not as drastic of a shift. But there's something different. I think that might be the way to go. I don't... I'm not quite sure where we should go. I mean, I know Gaspard told me south. Can I use my outlander skill to kind of guide? If it's someplace to try and not to be found... 
Can I look for a place that is less... I know it's not technically a road to there, but I'm looking for an area that is like less people have gone that way kind of a thing. You're looking for trails that wouldn't be um, immediately obvious. Yeah. Make a survival check. Guidance. Boop. Thank you. 14. Oh, that's bad. Plus... So 17. 17. Okay. Not that, equal, that equaled to pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So about a day and a half south with that survival check, you come to a area that's fairly heavy forested. There's been trees like all just kind of like scattered across this plains landscape. But then you come to a section that is pretty densely covered with trees. Also large rock outcroppings dotted around. And as you travel in you come across this carving this actually rather large carving stands about 12 feet tall done in the side of a a small cliff and it's this carving of a bear standing up on its hind legs but the bear is wearing a large necklace with a belt and seems to be holding some kind of spear off to the side. Is it like him? I don't know. Seems similar to one. I never met a werebear, but I don't know. Even if even if it is probably not there now, but so she says your father knew a white werebear. Yeah. Well, I, I saw. Oh, oh, you never, you never. <laughs> I never actually like. You didn't have a friend who was a werebear. No, I met. Um, I didn't meet them personally, but mm. I mean, werebears don't have packs. They're pretty solitary, but they, I mean, if they do, it's their small family. Mm-hmm. But there was one that would come through every now and then, just trading. He came through um, from what my pa said, going up and down the districts, just getting various things. Hmm. And I don't know if that's a werebear, but... Carved to the lower right of it, a script. And Tally, I need you to make an intelligence check. <laughs> intelligence. Guidance. History. If Guidance. Had... <sighs> History? History. Uh... 19 minus 2. 17. 17. (laughs) Jesus. You recognize the symbols. Oh? At least a couple of them. Alan was studying these. The guy from Symbology? Yeah. When I went to visit him, he had those types of symbols. It's carved in the stone? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I have the donut? Sure. I can use on a tree, right? Yep. Okay, so I'm going to open up the dough. Uh-huh. Jealous! Huh? Do you have some paper I can use? Charcoal? Something? Uh-huh. Give it to me. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> he comes down. He see out? I think he would see whatever is outside Talden's door. Yeah. Well, no, because he can't open it. Like, he can't go out through that. Yeah, so that's I... why I'm asking him for 
I'm making a rubbing. I know. I was just oh, okay. wondering if he'd be able to see it and just not enter out. No. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, no. Okay, so I, I get the, I get the paper and start, and start making a rubbing of it. Okay. And I bring it back inside. Jealous? What? I'm right here. Oh, hi. Um, can you use that spell that you can use to comprehend languages to uh, lead this shit? Yeah, sure. It'll, it'll take a couple minutes. Okay. Oh, we got nowhere to be. Oh, okay. And while he's doing that, can I, like, kind of look around? You just, like, keep an eye out? Yeah. Yeah, perception check. Uh, 15. 15? You hear noises off, but they seem like regular forest noises. Uh-huh. Just, like, small critters kind of running about. So, he eventually comes back with, um... I don't know if we're supposed to be here. We probably aren't. Why? What does it say? Abandon all of you and earlier? No. Uh, he hands over writing. Uh-huh. It says, here lies Titaner. So it is a grave. Devoted leader, father, brother, warrior. So what makes you think we should not be here? Isn't it bad to, like stay on somebody's grave? Why would it be? Well, we're not staying around here. We're going deeper in. Okay. Also, no, it's not. Oh, okay. It's respectful to to spend time. Okay. Where did you get that fuck? Oh, I know where you get that fucking idea. <laughs> Sister Mabel? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. She didn't like me sneaking out to, to spend time in the graveyard. That's just this part or is it like deeper into the woods or is there more woods there's some more woods yeah okay so it's just the outside of it this is one carving you found on like a mini cliffside okay on the on the grave of titan now i've placed one of cortez's vessels and lit um an incense cone okay so it'll, it's it'll degrade it's not lead any. yeah it's, it's respect what do you think well, if there's supposed to be people in here, there's got to be evidence of it. Can you do some sheets? <laughs> I'm going to try. So I'm going to try and smell. Okay. And then I'm going to try and see if I've got any like physical signs. So survival and perception. Yeah. Go ahead and give me survival and uh, smell is 18. 18? And then survival is 15 plus 7. Nice. So survival, you actually realize that though it's quite well disguised, there are like footpaths to and from here. You had actually kind of accidentally stumbled down one Uh to here. Your perception smelling you suddenly smell there's a lot of it's like smaller wildlife around you. You just heard them moving around earlier, but as you look up and around, you realize that there's like a dozen squirrels up in a couple of the trees above, jumping back and forth and looking down at you, but not like doing like the normal squirrel chittering. And also a couple of rabbits 
closer to the ground that are just kind of like peeking out from around trees. Get away from the door, Jareth. Okay. What's going on? Celine, shut the door. I shut the door. Yeah, what just gone? Can I pick one of the squirrels or bunnies that's like staring at me? Uh huh. What? What is? What is gone? An unusual amount of wildlife here. Well, we are watching. We are watching. I make my eyes glow. I can't speak as animals. Uh, the squirrels start to come down out of the tree and surround you. I pull back my my coat, revealing the the haversacks that have nothing in them. Right. But just a, a, like that look of like a gunslinger, you know. Yeah. But not doing anything yet. What? What are you? I'm trying to speak to the squirrels. <laughs> Suddenly. One after another, the squirrels all suddenly morph into people. Oh, I put my hand up for, like, Celine to get behind me. (laughs) All of them are holding weapons of some kind. Some of them are holding older-looking rifles. Mm -hmm. A couple of them are holding spears. At us? Or just holding them? Yeah, they're, they're in a surround position with spears and guns pointed at you. I'm going to thank the warden. And I I actually summoned my guns. Alright. If we're going to do this, let's do this. But I do actually say out loud, remind me to thank the warden. One of them steps forward. Who are you? What are you doing in these woods? Who are you and what are you doing in these woods? We live here in these woods. As to who we are... I would appreciate you answer my question first. Talia Argent Grey and Celine Argent Grey. The Reaper and the Wanderer in White. It's gonna fast. They've got a bunch of weapons pointing at us. <laughs> they've got a bunch of. It's a nice thing to say, but they've got a bunch of weapons pointing at us. Like, we fucking didn't just take down a button. Never mind. How many are there? There's. 12 that had more from the squirrels and there were actually three others with slightly newer looking rifles from behind the trees. There's 15 of them. We took out 12 like five levels ago. Are you saying this in night speak? Yeah. And I reply in night speak, you know, we came here to talk to people to get help. I don't think taking them out is going this to isn't be... A very, this isn't a very hospitable welcoming... The, the one who had spoken replies in night speak. Do not let our weapons fool you. We have other means to handle and welcome guests. Look, look at Talia like, woo. And do not let my lack of weapons fool you either. I have ways of defending myself. Who's talking to us? This individual looks to be human or half-elf. A fairly youthful face, but iron gray hair. Stand 5'7", so taller than Celine, shorter than Talia. But they seem to be wearing, like, well-made but very simple leathers mm-hmm. with a pack and belt. And they have what looks to be, like, an old wheel lock pistol. 
and a spear that they are currently brandishing. Are you the group that follows the warden? What if we are? Then we were told to find you. By whom? By the warden? I am wearing my yeah. thing. I mean, the wolf is kind of pre- prevalent, but, you know. <laughs> Look back and forth at each other. The one speaking nods at one of the other ones, and she steps forward, taking out a bit of chalk, and proceeds to write some symbols on the ground. They're similar to the symbols you both saw at Allen's and here on the wall, but they're actually like much more interconnecting, mm-hmm. much smoother, much more flowy. She puts her hand down flat on it, and I need you both to make charisma saving throw. Nope. Four. Seven plus five. So 12? No. 12. So you both fail the spell and are aware that you cannot speak any direct falsehood. I start laughing. <laughs> I don't laugh, but I just kind of like half smirk. You know, if you wanted to cast Zone of Truth, you should have just told us you were. They look back and forth at each other. All right, what do you want to know? Who sent you? The Warden! John! Yes, yes, you might know him as John. They look back and forth at each other. So lately, he has been called different name. The warden goes by many names. Well, lately he's been called Gaspard. Talia rolls her eyes so hard the universe tilts. <laughs> I can't lie. I know. I can't lie double. <laughs> and I didn't lie, so he has to believe me. Actually, I, I mentioned that. <laughs> you guys cast Zone of Truth on a fae. I just shake my head like. Um, at that, the person with the iron gray hair actually draws their pistol. I step in front of Celine. <laughs> I hold up Death Whisper. Let's not. Since we're all friends of the same person, let's not get into a fire fight, can we? I make my eyes glow again. And, and a voice in Zerio says, quite unwise to draw a gun on a Feylord. I look behind me. Really? What? Don't look away from someone who's got a gun on you. You are just dry. Uh, continue in night speak. You are just determined to just piss everybody off. They started it. They started it. Nothing got started. Nothing started yet. We're trying to avoid something being started. Did he actually like lift his? Okay. They, they lift I, their gun away. Yeah. Yeah. I I poof. Just whisper, out of existence. Look, I haven't. He just really wanted to mess with someone. She's like, she's like looking like she wants to say something, but she's not sure what to say. What she, the, the, the look in her eyes, like I'm trying to be intimidating. Can you maybe not? <laughs> I'm trying not to get us killed. <laughs> can you maybe not? <laughs> We're having, you know how like again, you and I can like communicate entire like senses with just like like eyebrow waggles and like yeah, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're having a, a marital spat like right yeah. here, like. Okay, look. The warden had mentioned there was a group of his people that might be able to help us with something. 
and I had a question. But if y'all are just gonna be cagey and point guns at my wife. And I like do a little air flip. Then fuck it, we'll leave. They look back and forth at some of the others. They put the pistol away and take the spear out of an aggressive position. Under this spell, then, I would ask you to swear an oath. Depends on what the oath is. That while you are in our grove, you will bring harm to no creature. Okay. Um... As long as no creature brings harm to me. I swear it then. With that caveat. They put their hand forward. Like as a shake? Mm-hmm. And I reach out and I shake. And he nods and puts his hand towards you, Celine. And I put my hand in his. <laughs> <laughs> they shake it. I look at Talia, give it, give this look like <sighs> not keen on Faye. Not recently, no. Oh, he giving you trouble too. He who? Eve stands between. We have not had contact with that particular individual. Lucky you. If the Green Wanderer sent you then you are welcome, provided you hold to the oath. Well, I didn't come here to attack anyone. I just... We came here for answers to questions. That... Oh. I actually point to the grave. Is that a lichen? No. Oh. Why... I actually take a step back. Whistling. Oh, okay. Question answered, thanks. So one of the other people actually stepped forward. The woman who had cast the spell. Forgive Tixmas. He did not mean it like that. Are you a cleric? No. I will be able to... Come with us to the grove. My name is Scout. And I, we, she motions around, are druids. Do I know what a druid is? Make a history check. <laughs> Just whisper it. It's not in this all audio. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> Negative one. No, 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 wait. Zero. Zero. Okay. Hang on. Zero. I got a four. Let's see. What do I got for history? Probably not so great. Actually, I would allow this for you, Celine, to be religion as well. Religion? We can yeah. do religion. So that's uh, 12. You hear druid and you think nature cleric. Nature cleric. Not quite. Come. As they walk you further into the woods. Talia, you said. Talia. I apologize for Pixma. They are forgiven. <laughs> Titano <laughs> was their grandfather. And 
I think he misunderstood the question. I see. Well, no offense, Matt. Actually, where is that? Where are they? They're actually up ahead, kind of leading the group back towards. Okay, so yeah, I said it loud enough that they are forgiven. Loud enough for them to hear. No offense, was Matt. As you go deeper into the woods, a couple of the people traveling with you suddenly shift into other forms. Two of them go back to being squirrels. One of them turns into a fox and runs off. You sure they're not lichens. How did they do that? It is part of our ways. Druids, we have a way of seeing the connections of things, and especially connections in the natural world. And we are able to bind our forms to various animal shapes. Look at Talia. I kind of like shrug like, I don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> but not lichens. No. Though we have some lore on lichens. Like what? And that's actually what we came here to find out. Well, then, at least you can get what you came for. Yeah. I think I'm just, like, staring after the the ones that, like, transformed and yeah. just, like, watching. So you are a lichen, then? I have. I'm a shifter. Ah. Wolf. Um, forgive me. I was under the impression that lichens were... Wiped out. I know. I'm the last one. Well, I, I hope what we have is able to provide what information you require. Thanks. Sorry about the weird entrance, I guess. Ah, <laughs> uh, well... You're not the first we've had wander through, but you are the first to have wandered so deep in a long time. Well, wandering is one of the things that we do best. May I ask, are you worshippers of the Green Wanderer? I, I see you have one of his symbols around your neck. Um... I have a great deal of respect for him, but I don't know if worshipper is quite the right word. That feels a little weird to me. I mean, he made my wife breakfast. <sighs> He's... After biking into my house. He's a friend, if anything. My worship is a little more primal. And, uh, this one's a cleric. A little bit of a grin. A fey cleric? Hmm. Don't say anything, I just kind of smile enigmatically. I must apologize in advance for some reactions my fellows might give 
about your, um, about you. Oh? We've been having some unfortunate troubles recently. Us too. What have you been handling? Some have called it a corruption. That's a mean word. Others call it an invasion. Blue trees. Oh, the doorways, yeah. They've been popping up everywhere. Something gets quiet. Kind of sullen. You are right the first time. Corruption is a very appropriate word. I give her a look. I don't look back at you. Well, it's been stressful, to say the least. We've been encountering new creatures, and some are harmless. Let me guess. Bunnies with polka dots. Rabbits with spots. We haven't seen that, actually. Good, they bite fig nails off. <laughs> Good to know. Squirrels with butterfly wings. A few of those. We've also discovered a few, well, rather disconcertingly, a few things that we thought were robins, but upon closer examination, they had human faces. Ew. That's disturbing. Indeed. Any spiders? No spiders. Well, actually, I take that back. A spider of sorts, I suppose. There was an eight-legged cat. (laughs) All right. But there have also been not harmless things that have come through. I'm sure. And so, as I said, some people have been on edge. I don't blame them. (laughs) Nor do I. Well, here we are. Welcome to the Grove. And you actually find yourself standing at the top of a valley that dips down into the landscape. It's either a small river or a wide stream going down the middle of it with a waterfall at the far end. So more like a kind of a wide canyon than a valley, actually. And up and down both sides of the canyon walls are homes formed out of stone with both stone and wooden pathways leading up, down, and crisscrossing across the canyon. I've been wandering the district since I was 13. I never knew anything like this was here. I've been wandering since I was 16. We keep it carefully guarded. There are spells in place to keep too many people from wandering in on us. Though the grave you found was outside those protections. Oh, I see. To be honest, if we had not led you here, the chances of you (laughs) wandering in on your own were quite slim. Good thing we're noisy. Indeed. What time is it? Early evening. Okay. The sun is casting golden light through the leaves of the trees above. Are they blue? No, they are not. 
So where do we go for information about lichens? First, Bixmers says from the front of the group, you're going to come down to the gathering hall. The grove elders are going to want to meet you as you are visitors. All right. As we are guests. I kind of take your hand because I'm worried. <laughs> what, what, what do you have to be worried about? I'm, I'm speaking in night speak, even though or they've shown they speak night speak. It's like, have it. Just have it. They don't seem to like Faye much. Well, I can't say there's a crimson. Doesn't mean we need to. Well, I guess we will just have to see what happens. Yeah. I'm not afraid. That's one of us. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Fey Wild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and review. It helps us out a lot, and we'll read your reviews on the podcast. We're all over social media, and you can find links on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. We'll also have a list of links in our show notes. Our Discord server is a pretty active place these days, so please stop by and say hello. You can find a link to that too in the show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public does. Plus, you'll get exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DM and player notes, deleted scenes, bloopers, and more. You'll also get access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. We have a lot planned this year, so we hope you'll join us. Talia Argent-Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent-Gray is played by Megzi Sass Council. And our dungeon master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit Esbrar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.